whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Thanksgiving? Late. Yeah, but still Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. Happy early Christmas. <laughs> yeah, all the above. Yeah, it's Friday after Thanksgiving. I didn't think we'd record because we have lots of family in town. And really, I just feel like this allowed me to have an excuse to be like, oh, we need to record. So I can see Danny. So we can hang out. it's not been our normal time of seeing each other. Um, which is always weird when, like, we're both in town, but there's just other things going on that, like, we don't see each other, you know? Right. So, yeah. I was glad that... It's not nighttime. It's, it's Friday not, it's afternoon. It's in the afternoon. Wanted to get it kind of out of the way before we're doing some, like, family pictures this afternoon. With Tim, so Tim, all of Tim's family on his mom's side are in town, and so we're they all flew in from different states, and so we're doing like a group family picture this afternoon. This is my very first Thanksgiving that I've ever hosted in my life. How did you feel like it went? Good, I felt like it was great i mean granted i didn't have to make the turkey so that felt like i felt like a lot of my responsibilities i was able to do ahead of time or were just things that i like weren't are are just second nature a bulk amount of mashed potatoes feels like nothing you know right a bulk amount of rolls feels like no big deal before so it just felt like all the things i had to do and i made all the pies ahead of time i made everything that I could ahead of time so the day of I only had mashed potatoes and rolls to make and so it felt like not a big deal at all so yeah that was good it was fun we ended up renting tables and chairs and set everything up in my yard hole (laughs) party pit my party pit we have this really weird backyard where I can't even describe yeah. It's weird, Might have though. to take a picture of it. It's just, like, a weird, like, sunken It was meant in. to be uh, entertaining. It had a roof over it. Yeah. And they tried to put electricity down there, but that's But it's, like, a working. sunken in area in my backyard. Right. With I, concrete and there's, like, a half-retaining wall and I don't know. It's weird. But it ended up our first time ever. We've always talked about, like, oh, we could set up tables in there and, like, have an event. But... We've never needed, like, had a reason to do that. So this was the first time that we tried that out. And it actually went great. The time of day that we had, we ate at three. And it worked out perfectly with the lighting and the shade even over there. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it was really pleasant it was was such a pretty day yesterday too the temperature was perfect yes we went on a walk around i saw you guys out my window yeah i was doing dishes i was like my friend there they are (laughs) yeah and it was just like one of those perfect walks where it's like you're not too hot you're not too cold it just is so enjoyable i felt like we could keep walking except i don't think anyone else wanted to so yeah 
We then cleared out the tables a little bit and put Danny and Chip's wood-burning fire pit in the little party pit area, and that was also, like, a perfect space for that. Yes. It was was a perfect night for that, too. Like, it was chilly, so the fire was great. But not, like, cold. Right. It was just nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was all. It was great. Yeah. It was fun, and I would totally do it again. I had a great Thanksgiving. It was really felt quiet like we had one family over from church who have a two-year-old and one-year-old and then we had chip's parents and sister so it was seven adults and um 11 kids but three of them were two and under so um, like that was a small crowd (laughs) it really did feel like yeah i mean even the mashed potatoes um didn't feel like I had to make that many. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I better not, like, yeah. over-make yeah. these um, rolls. I only made, like... I still made, like, two pans worth, uh-huh. but it was one one amount of the recipe that I make, and I feel like usually I have to, like, double or triple yeah. that. And yeah. so... When you cut down on, like, the even the amount of kids you have i feel like especially things like rolls like rolls you know the kids are all gonna eat and well your kids yeah, would my kids do I but know, my kids won't like, all eat mashed potatoes so my kids won't all eat mashed potatoes or rolls oh my little kids are weird i feel like those are normally the foods that like the little kids yeah. would want to eat but no my kids are like i don't want mashed potatoes or roll i want brussels sprouts you like okay <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but I don't know how these are going to... F- I feel like it's... With my kids, I'm like, how is this going to fill up your stomach? Like, you're gonna, just going to yeah. be hungry in, like, five yeah. minutes if you don't eat the, like, carb-laden yeah. things. Like, I need you to eat all the carb stuff so that I don't eat the carb <laughs> stuff. Leave the Brussels sprouts for me to eat. But no. So. But. Yeah. We didn't even make it through one pan of rolls. Oh, wow. So, But you also had well, just one gluten-free person, right? Yeah, but I feel like then other people who are conscientious about not eating a lot of carbs. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, I could have made a half batch of those, but... Yep. Fun. It's just fun to try to... I know, it was so strange because I only made two pies. I mean, yeah. two cherry rhubarb pies and we didn't even eat one of them. I mean, we had pumpkin pie that was from the store that someone brought and... I still want a piece of that, of the cherry rhubarb. Okay, well, I still have Great, more I've been thinking about it all day, like, whole pie thought you were going to bring it to me last night when you came over. Oh. And well, I feel bad because I'm not going to offer it to the rest of your family, so... I don't feel bad either. <laughs> Chip told me that it looks so picture perfect that it almost looks like fake food. Your cherry rhubarb? Uh-huh. Wow. And that huge... What a compliment. One little area of the crust is a little bit smushed, but besides that, he was wow. like, it could look like it goes in a magazine. I was like, that's so sweet of you. What kind of top did you do on it? A lattice top. I've oh, never done one before. Okay. It was my first time. How was it? Good. Yeah? Looked, yeah. Looked great. Cool. I looked up doing one of those for the top of my cherry pie that I made, but I didn't. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't have a pizza cutter. And so I was like, I don't know how I would like cut the strips. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could have done that. But. Feels like a pizza cutter would be much. I'm trying to remember which I did. I think I just used a knife. Did you? Uh Uh-huh. 
Okay. But. Well. If you ever want to borrow my pizza cutter. Okay. Thanks. Anyway. You made a coconut cream pie. I did. I made cherry, pumpkin, apple, pecan pie bars, and then a coconut cream pie for my father-in-law, which a lot of people ended up eating. That one was the first one to go. That's gone. Yeah. So. Well, Chip even stole a piece of that last night, so. And I did make pecan pie bars, too, but I cut them really, really small, Uh and so it was kind of like everybody... Took one of those and a piece of pie. Or, like, two pieces of pie in one of those. Yeah. But, so there's a ton of them left. I put them in the freezer because... Yeah. I need to not have them around me. Did you make them gluten-free? No, I didn't think about it in time. Mm. I almost had Sherry come over to get one from you, but she said she was happy to just have pumpkin pie, so... Okay. Well, great. Yeah. I have, like, a sinus ear pressure situation so so when she's sniffling so that's why if i sound like a sinus infection yeah that's because it's true (laughs) so uh we also celebrated your baby deke you're not youngest i know i keep thinking it's like weird because today is a friday after thanksgiving so even though it's like Three days after his birthday, it almost feels more like it should be his birthday yes, today. Because it because was of, when you had him. It was the Friday. I was thinking about it when I woke up this morning. It felt more like oh, three Dick's years ago. Birthday. Oh wait, no. Even though it's not, but it just felt like this is the day that you were yes. having some contractions. And I know I went to bed still pregnant on Thanksgiving, and then woke up in the night i was just re-reading the birth story i posted it yeah and i had forgotten about archer waking up feeling sick in the night oh and yeah. i like bounced him on my birth ball for like two or three hours and that's when i had my first contractions and then he ended up he was fine he i think his stomach hurt from thanksgiving oh yeah um but he didn't throw up or anything like that it was just he was restless and acting yeah. gassy and yeah because he would have just been newly two years old yeah at that time and um so yeah but i had totally forgotten about that if i hadn't written it down I yeah i wouldn't have remembered that he was up in the night like that <laughs> and didn't forget about the fact that our hot water heater had broken. Yes, that was <laughs> special. But I was thinking back, like, as I was reading it, I'm like, I think for, it just hit me again, the fact that the guy, like, Chip came to tell me that the guy had finished fixing it at, like, 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh-huh. And I had him at 6.30. Wow, yeah. I never... And that feels like... To say, like, in the moment of it, because I wasn't even close. Well, because you didn't know at that time you were going to have them at 6.30. So. I know, right. Yeah. And I didn't even, like, my water didn't break until 4.30. Right. Like, for two more hours. So, it never felt close or chaotic or anything right. like that. Right, but when you think about but it But if now, you say, like, we got it fixed four hours before I had him, it feels yeah. like, yeah. oh, well, that was kind of cutting yes, it close. Sure. Yeah. But. That was so special. You're talking about your birth with him out there with Tim's cousins and Tim's mom was like, it was just like, did she just have him? And then you just angelically pulled him out of the water. <laughs> like, here's my baby. 
Uh, and then Kim's like, and then there was Ruben's birth that I couldn't even watch. I had to shut it off because it was too painful for me to watch you like that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't birth angelically like Danny does. <laughs> I don't know how I would like it's it's it's. It, I'd be curious to know like what I would do in that type of right. Like if you pain. if you had Ruben's birth. What right. your outside expressions would be, right? If because it would be different, or it's if it possible would... that they like. Obviously, we can acknowledge that a baby coming out face first is going to be a lot more painful, a right. lot more difficult. Yeah. But I feel like, to some degree, I also express how I'm dealing with all of that differently. Yes. So it's hard to know. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. I it could totally put me into more of a like yeah. yelly, screamy type of mode, or it could be that I like almost internalize it even right. more and like go even more yeah. quiet. Well, I feel and... like it's so funny because you're definitely more extroverted than I am. I'm not introverted, but I'm not as extroverted as you. And yet in birth, you go like internal and quiet. And I I don't want people talking to me, but I go, like, where I just talk and talk and, like, I do feel like I say things out loud, but really quietly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't go to a place where some people go so internal that, like, they're not even aware of, like, the people around them at all. But yeah, you're not like that. But I just feel like I'm a lot yeah. more like Chatty. external <laughs> and like talking and like yeah. Feel I feel like I'm just very just very different than you. Yes, you. But get, you would think it would almost be the opposite. You that get you very would be more chatty like, and talky, right? But it's more of these like I'm not talking to you guys. I'm just it's like my prayers to God, but they just out have loud. to be out loud because I feel like I have to just say them as opposed to like it's almost like you're coping with it through talking out loud yes like uh-huh like and it I don't talk through them. I feel like I usually just in the it's middle. like in the middle. I have to like talk myself up. Like, okay, Lauren, you're gonna do this. It's gonna mm-hmm. be fun. Like, I have to like amp myself up for the next one. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody, be quiet and give me my music. Uh-huh. And yeah, I'll talk to myself when the head's coming out, and I have to remind myself that everything is okay, and I'm yeah. not dying. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I don't even feel like I feel that sounds extreme. When when my babies are being born normally, I don't feel like I'm dying. Like I don't feel like it hurts that much. It's just a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's just a lot of like waiting uh-huh. till it can fully yeah. come out. Yeah. But I don't feel like I felt much more like I was ripping in half with my out of water births. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was much, and I was on my back. Yeah, I feel like being on your back and not in the water and is much worse feeling. Yeah, but just don't want to confuse anyone who hasn't had a baby that I don't really feel like I'm dying during that time. I just have to tell myself. I did go through it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can also remember Arrow. Yes, which was like much more normal uh-huh. coming out that. It's yeah, still intense, like, and it's still again. like, uh, but not yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Would you say Sela or Ruben was worse? I would assume Ruben. Ruben. Okay. Yeah. I would assume so. I just wasn't sure because I know. I even was saying, because uh, we were talking about Cade's birth and how long Cade's birth was, and they were like, oh, it was awful. I'm like, I would do Cade's birth over 
multiple times over Rubens, for sure. I'm like, curious how much of that is just because you also remember Rubens the most because it was the most fresh. I mean, but Cades was... Cades wasn't the level of pain Rubens was, but Cades was just frustrating. Right. Like, but it wasn't the same. So they were like differences of like how hard they were, you know, but as far as like pain goes, there's no comparison with Rubens. It was just getting him out, right? That was that painful. Oh, with Ruben? Yeah. 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 Like, Not the whole labor. No. Because I really feel like even your like really intense part of labor was so short. Yeah. It was like 45 minutes. So. I don't even feel like... I mean, maybe a full 45 minutes, but it wasn't But even there was like some time in the hospital that was not like the, hard. but it was the real labor. Mostly because I was also just not home and I was. Right. Well, and you're trying to talk to people and yeah. you're trying to yes, like. Yes, right. I, yes. I'm not saying it was fun, but, but I'm thinking the like back Feeling to like back double contractions. Yeah. You don't get a break. You can hardly talk. Like I'm going to give it a solid 45 minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh. Of just, like, horribleness. But, obviously, the beginning of that 45 minutes was less horrible than the end, but still Right, because you didn't seem quite like it was horrible right when you got home. Uh, I think as soon as we got home, it just, there was also a level of, like, hysterical-ness, like, of just, like, the whole situation that... It aided I felt that. like it took like 15 minutes of that 45 minutes. To Maybe that you were having hard contractions, but like. But I feel like at the hospital, settle, like they were. Right, but <laughs> that's what I mean. Like at the hospital, they were like horrible. But then the getting home kind of eased it some. Right. And then they went back to like. Horrible. Yeah. So I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I witnessed the half an hour of it being like. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what's going on with him, but hopefully she makes it through. <laughs> yeah. So, so we found out some news, surprising news on Wednesday. So today's Friday. I had planned to. So I. So when we were gone on our road trip, I had my first cycle, um, back postpartum. After having that, like, weird, we talked about that on a different episode, like, got kind of a really faint positive test before we left for our road trip, but then not any more. And so once we were on a road trip, I got like a normal week long period back. Would you call that a chemical pregnancy? Would you say that that was a miscarriage? I would say it was probably a chemical pregnancy, yes. Which is yes. an early miscarriage. Yes, but okay. it, not like a typical miscarriage. Like there, I feel right, like there's different, but yes. You would say you conceived, you had, you'd gotten pregnant. Yes, and then I would. That I that would. was... Yeah. I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah. But I wasn't sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was a false positive. Right. Like, because it wasn't just on one test. Like, it was on multiple tests. So, right. and it was for multiple days. It just wasn't ever getting darker. Right. So... Um, I, then I had my period on our road trip and then have just been kind of waiting to have my next cycle and nor typically I have longer cycles after, especially last time after, right. After having, getting my cycle back, they just are a little bit longer. And so I was thinking I should be due for a period on Saturday or Sunday. Um, so I had planned for today, this morning, Friday, to take a pregnancy test because we were doing this family picture and I thought it'd be fun to be able to tell the family if I was pregnant even though I really didn't think I was like 
I was already kind of writing this off in my mind as sometimes like, you have like all these different crampings and pinchings and that I convinced myself things. that I am, but this was just not one of those. And it was I was like writing it off as if like it wasn't even an option, and I was even like thinking of like okay, so the next time I'll ovulate will probably be which is so here. funny to me that. <laughs> That's the case, and yet you're still planning to, like, take a test to tell I know, but for I'm family just, pictures I'm when just you more, don't even... I just know it was obviously possible. Right. So, yes. you just would I not... I just we're just in totally different places with tests. I with know, testing. So, Oh, I'm saying it's funny to me that you're even planning past the testing of, like, because there's family pictures, uh-huh. because, like... Oh, yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. Like, that's just funny to me that you're even thinking, like, how you would announce it each. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. like you're just so many steps ahead of... Uh-huh. Yep, I know. That's definitely how my brain works, and I wish it didn't sometimes, but... Um, so, Wednesday, <laughs> I was going into the bathroom. Tim wasn't even home. He, like, ran to pick up his aunt and uncle, and um, I, like, went in the bathroom and just had, like, a... I could just take a test right now. Like, and I've had moments of that for weeks now because I was on cycle day, like, 45. And, like, I just had moments of, like, well, maybe. And But I resisted the urge and was just, like, I'm not going to take a test. I'm just going to wait. And But for some reason, I just did this time. And I used a brand of tests that I have never used before. A cheap. Like, a, yeah, the cheap five-cent Amazon ones. But it was a, one of those brands I've never used before. And so I took it, I took that and I thought maybe I saw like a faint line on there, but I also felt like it wasn't in the spot that I would think it was supposed to be on that test. So I was like, oh, this is probably just one of those things. And I only was like waited a couple of minutes and was like, I have one of these like first response ones. And I feel like in order for me to just after what happened last time, I'm like, I don't I don't want to be like squinting. I don't want I just I'm like, I just want to just use this last test that I have. And if that is something, it would show up on here. So I just use that last one. But right as I like dipped in. Oh, but before that, I I have like another like another cheap one, but a brand I I know and use. And I took that one and that one was I barely see anything like so I'm like oh it's it's, even like right so I'm like oh it's negative so I don't know why I even did the third test because it felt like I don't know I don't know why I did but I did so I like dipped that one in and I just sat on the counter and then someone was calling for me to tell me that um Ruben was crying or something so I just left it on the counter and left the room and kind of just was like oh I'll go back and look at it but I'm pretty sure it's negative and I need to just leave it alone and not be thinking about it and just shouldn't have even taken it and I should have just waited and then um Tim got home and I guess he went into the bathroom and saw it on all of them on the counter and so then he came up to me like we were all hanging out with his family and I think I had just forgotten to go back in there too and he hugged me and was like congrats in my ear And, and I was like like pulled back and was like what he was like congrats I saw and I'm like is there a line and he's like yeah I'm like but you can see two of them like you see two lines on it he never sees them he never sees the faint lines he never sees them at all and I'm like you can see both and he's like yeah and I'm like no way and he's like 
did you even look at it? And I'm like, no, I didn't get a chance to like go back in and look at it. And he's like, come here. And so he like brings it in the bathroom and I was, I like looked at it and was like, oh, oh, that's what that looks like if it's positive. Like, but I had it, I just was so like, it wasn't the order in which I thought that was going to go. Like, I just thought, oh, it's negative. So maybe I'll take another one on Friday and, you know, so I just didn't expect it to be that positive and that like, yeah, clearly positive. Um, so it felt super like weird and surprising and also just in the context of like having Optimus family here and trying to get ready for Thanksgiving and these are things that I feel like I'd immediately like to grab the test and go over and run and show Danny but it felt like like hosting a ton of people in my house and and I was like cleaning my entire you house. were like having a busy overwhelming day and so it just felt like I don't I don't even know how to like take a moment to like process that this is like actually what's happening but then of course I just took a picture of the test and went over to Danny's and showed it to her um so I feel like it was good to talk to you a little bit more about it and yeah um so then we told Tim's parents Wednesday night and told all of his family that is in town yesterday Thanksgiving and I took another test yesterday it was a lot darker and I took another test today and it was a lot darker so I feel like mentally I just after what happened last time even though it was a lot darker this time than last time I just felt like not that it gives me the reassurance that like I won't miscarry but it gives me the reassurance that like yes there is indeed like this is positive tests and you know I I'm not making it up you know yeah so yeah we're gonna have that's like a hard thing though because i feel like you weren't making it up the last time and i feel like they no, were positive I know. tests last time but and... it was just harder to like i think because this one was such a we- i had convinced myself so much that i wasn't mm-hmm. and then with the family here, i just feel like yeah i'm trying to like it's hard mentally accept it's hard to know when you when you are comfortable like I've, I've thought a lot about this ever since I had that positive right. pregnancy test and my whole family, or not my whole family, but my parents were there and uh-huh. I told everyone and yeah. we announced it to our reach group and we told everyone and then my test did get lighter uh-huh. and I never even had a period and right. I would still say that's a chemical pregnancy and that I had gotten pregnant, but it's hard to know, like, I've thought a lot about, like, if I if I get a positive pregnancy test in the future, like, when... I I can understand people's hesitation more to, like, say something. And I think that's what you were struggling with, too. Is, like, at what point do you say something or not say something? At what point do you accept this is true? Right. Well, not only that it's true, but that even if it's true and even if it then ends up not resulting in a baby... Right. I'm, like, ready to have to deal with that. Yeah. Because that's the reality of, like... Yeah. It's not, like, it was a life if you get three positive tests in a row that are darker and darker. or Yeah. But I think that's hard. It's hard for me to still, like, wrap my brain around, like... Yeah. Like, still giving it full acknowledgement, even when it doesn't feel like 
when it feels like it was for less long of a time or there was no like difficult like yeah I don't know I've always it's just always been hard after my I mean because I did that with um after my miscarriage after Graceland like we announced it at her first birthday party to the whole family and then I started bleeding and like and it it definitely made the miscarriage more like painful to have to like Mm -hmm. talk about it to people to have people know to not be able to just pretend like that never happened right but I think that's how we are supposed to feel when we have a miscarriage like no one likes to feel that way because it's sad I've thought a lot about um I can't even remember what kids it was between Uh but there was a time that I had gotten super 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 faint positive tests two days in a row on some cheap tests Uh that I had and then negative tests and I never got a period it was early on similar to the Uh but even fainter and on the like cheap tests and it was they were like to the point that anybody looking at them would probably not see would be like uh me you know chip would have said no there's nothing there where which is the difference between the ones i had this time where it was like very clearly positive like it wasn't a question in anybody's mind if there were positive tests or not but i've thought a lot about those tests even of like i was able to i didn't even show anybody else i didn't even it I was able to write it off as like, oh, these are just evap lines. There's nothing there. Yeah. Nothing. And I've like wondered since then, like, well, I guess it could have been like, I think especially because I never got a period after that. Yeah. I was like, well, clearly I didn't ovulate. So now this is it definitely threw me into a different place of yeah. like, well, your body can do all sorts of crazy things. And I think we get so stuck in like the norms are like well probably this would happen after that but right i don't know anyway yeah so it's i mean it's just the reminder of we have to be where we're at when we're there like Mm -hmm. we i'm pregnant as far as i know right now and i may not be pregnant tomorrow I may, I may meet this baby in August, or I may not. Yeah. My, one of my other children could die tomorrow. Like, right. We have to like be grateful for the blessings, mm-hmm. and also know that like we have to hold our kids loosely and know that like God is sovereign over this. It's right. not like going to be this freak thing that happens that God is. But when by we surprise. live in a place of anticipating yes. that they're going to die soon oh yeah yeah that's like sinful and that's worry and that's like like i think we have to be careful of that if we were living every day like anxious and worried that our kids were gonna get in an accident and die right. like right yeah like we can't we should assume that the life that's been given right because we'll missing, go forward right and we're missing out on the joys of what you're with today like so it that's right you have to be able to but knowing that right it will cause more pain than yeah. if like it's taken when we announced this baby to our kids the first thing that kate said was like well but it's not a guarantee that we're gonna have another baby and i was like yeah and it's not a guarantee that 
another one of our family members might like there's not a guarantee that we'll live tomorrow any of us right and i'm like so we know that god has given us this baby right now and it's alive living in my womb right now and so we're gonna rejoice right now right that that's what's happening right, right. now and we, we don't know what tomorrow holds but right. god is the one who gives life and god's the one who take takes it away if he sees fit and we can praise him for that mm-hmm. and so right i think it's been like really good lessons that we've learned over yeah not that we it wouldn't have said we know them before right. but we just learn them in different ways yeah did you know ashley's at your house right now well i knew she was supposed to be oh, dropping she just my boys off me to tell you. her boys off but great um so anyway that is kind of the update on us and our family and we're excited and we're thankful for this this will be my officially my closest babies that i will have they will be 18 months apart my other kid my other closest were Selah and calvary and they were 19 almost 20 months apart so 18 is what they will be ish give or take some time so that'll be interesting and yeah we'll see this has been a really different time for abby and i i feel like this feels like i don't know do we we haven't even gotten much of a chance to talk anyway. Right. But, um, it's just, I feel like we're on very separate tracks after the last time yes. being very much, we were very much experiencing, even like up to getting pregnant, we were very uh-huh. much experiencing the same things. We had both gotten our cycles back around the same time. We were both having weird long cycles. We both had like a lot of time going into it as like very much together. Yes. And, and then getting pregnant together and right. kind of going through a lot of those things. Simil- right. Even though our pregnancies were different, they were also yeah. similar and then, like, but to, like, back way up from where we're at right now, we had our babies, and I felt immediately, like, I couldn't wait to be pregnant again. I couldn't wait to have another baby. Yeah. I, I, but I was, tell, I told myself that based on my last couple of pregnancies and knowing that I was going to be pumping for our friend's baby yeah. for a year, that I knew logically it seemed like there was a really low chance that I would get pregnant soon. Right. I, I was like, well, it's going to be a long time. I haven't had my babies within two years of each other the right. last couple of times. And I'm only getting older and with pumping, all of that. Yeah. So I had told myself all of that and was really pretty at peace with it, even though I like wanted to be pregnant. Right. And then I got pregnant. Right. Got the positive pregnancy tests and... That really, I still struggle with wondering, other than, I mean, obviously what we just talked about, like, God, God used that to teach us. Yeah. Um, And I know that God used it in other people's lives. There's still a part of me that feels like, 
it it has felt frustrating because it took me out of this place of of like contentment where I was and and a place of like just being okay with kind of like logically like this isn't gonna happen and I'm like okay with that and um hold on I have to answer a question (laughs) um I feel like it's one of those things where you felt content because of like logically knowing you're not going to get pregnant again for a while because you were pumping and doing all these things. So you felt content in it, but you felt content in it more from a place of like, because that wouldn't make sense. Right. And so and then, then when, when it happened. Right. So then when it did happen, but then you miscarried, it felt like. Okay, now well, it felt like it can happen. Right. And is it going to happen again since it happened one time? And yeah. And so it like kind of opened up this just like a lot more difficulty emotion wise of of not knowing quite like how to process that. And you had to be vulnerable on a different level. We've talked about having to be like not on either side of the spectrum, but like being okay getting pregnant or not getting a pregnant. And I felt like it forced you to have to be like more okay with not getting pregnant than you thought you had already prepared yourself for. And, and then both you and our friend Melissa, after you had your babies, were very, very vocal during that whole time about how much you didn't want to do that again. You didn't know if you ever wanted to do that again, which I know that some of it was like you knew that that wasn't true. Well, I I very much struggled, and I think but, I talked about this on the podcast, but I struggled the most after Ruben of like, I can't have any more kids. Like, I can't do this again. Not the like, oh, but I know I'll change my mind. It was like a, a, a very major struggle of like, I know God's wanting me to be okay with, like, surrendering my fertility to him, but I don't want to at all. Mm-hmm. Like, that it wasn't just like a, I don't really want to have to go through that. It was a very much, like, coming up against the grade of, like, am I am I going to submit to what he's asking me to do or not? Because honestly, when he first convicted me about surrendering my fertility to him, it wasn't ever really that hard. It, I felt like I... He changed my heart enough on it that he made me desire that and be okay with that. It wasn't, there was hard aspects to it, but it wasn't ever like, oh, no way do I want to do that and having to like lay that down, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but definitely after Ruben, for sure, it was like, no way. Like, I don't know what I'm going to have to do to make sure that that doesn't ever happen again, but I don't want to, like, and I knew... Logically, I knew that I was in sin and it for that. Like, I knew that that was not what God was asking me to do. Um, but I think that over the last couple of months, after getting those faint positive tests before our trip, that that did a huge work in me. I mean, I was I was nauseous at the idea of those being positive. Like, I was not excited about that at all. But yeah. then, once they started to not get darker and not be positive anymore it's like god immediately changed my heart on that and yeah but it's just brought it to this weird place of trying to i mean it's definitely like sanctifying me bringing me through a lot of 
just sinfulness. Yeah. That, and I've thought a lot about like, what would we talk about? Especially would we talk about this on the podcast? Would we not? Um, and Abby and I's friendship is really unique in the sense the, that it feels like we do walk we we do share with each other like our struggles yes in things and it feels like when it's each other that's causing the struggles yes Yes. it's really hard because on one hand it's like well I don't want to talk to them about this because I don't want to make them feel bad. Yeah, it's exactly it's how not... I felt in my pregnancy with Ruben when I was struggling with like you and your pregnancy right. with Paxton. And, and even after Paxton was born, as, as he was like the super. Right, you know, it's not like the other person's fault. It's like right. it's not anything that but they're. But it's also their situation that's causing, not that that's causing you to sin because you're sinning because, like, I was sinning because I was just being wanting to not have hard things and wanting to and jealousy right like yes like it can we can struggle with jealousy over each other's friendship and not like that's not a good thing but right. just because we're best friends just because we love each other just because we're excited for each other doesn't and mean what, we don't have times of struggling through that right like, and it and doesn't mean I, I feel like it's important to be like confessing these things to each other because not doing that I feel like is it puts up walls yes immediately yeah and we don't want there to be walls yes but it's hard to know how to like express these things without making the other person feel bad right or like you're complaining or like yeah yeah like you somehow blame them or something but yet i remember like clear as day i was sitting in my driveway in tim's car Mm -hmm. i'm like forgetting that we're podcasters but (laughs) sitting we were both like very much pregnant and I just remember sitting there feeling and like I don't even remember what you asked me but I remember having a conversation like this of like I'm really struggling and it's being around you and talking to you is making me struggle more with my own sin of like being jealous and of struggling with how things are going for you and but at the same time, it feels like so. The other option is I can pull away. Right. I can talk to somebody. That else. would be easier. And, but then the sadness that comes over me when I think about like what that would mean. Yeah. Like right. Like pulling away and yeah. not being as involved. Like right. is so sad to me. Yeah. And not worth it. Like, right. So. And that's where I feel like. It is important that God brings us through this, that we can come to each other and we can say, like, I'm struggling with this and I know that this is wrong and this is sinful, but I think it's important to know and I think it's important to be able to not let that sin, like, break fellowship between us. Right. And, yeah, I just, I remember those feelings and hating that I felt that way. Like hating that I felt jealous and hating that I felt like I wanted your situation over mine and well and so part of what's like interesting about all of this is as I've processed through things the last couple of days I've kind of gotten to a place of contentment with my situation but in that I feel like my like 
resolving of it and my, I guess, where kind of my, not that it's like for sure game plan. I mean, obviously God can change anything at any time, but kind of where, where the things God is like convicting me in and where he's leading me feels like if I tell you all of those things, I also don't want it to seem like you are like, uh, how do I explain this? Basically, he's just convicted me a lot on like, I, my timing is perfect, which we both acknowledge and we're both okay with. And like, you have more things you need to do and get like, you're not pregnant today. You, you've got to use the time you have. Right. Like, and I know that, that God was like working on you with that over the last like month or two. Yeah. And I guess I don't want to ever cause you to struggle in like feeling like now you're jealous that I have more time before I get pregnant because I right. know that that was already like something yeah. that you were kind of struggling with. It's like with. there was a struggle with... When we got pregnant at the exact same time and we were going through it together. But then there's also a very real but very different struggle in we're going in different directions as far as like what our lives are unfolding like. And it's easy to look at each other's lives and be like, wow, I wish I could be doing that. And I wish I wasn't sick and I wish I wasn't. So as I feel like I'm like coming out of like this sadness and this jealousy and this like really like wishing that it we were doing this together yeah I feel like I want to also be able to tell you my plans yeah. and tell you like right without having it make it seem like yes I we, think it's we, almost like I have to be encouraging myself of all the reasons why not being pregnant right now is okay yes but in doing that I don't want to make it seem yes, like it right. sucks for you to be pregnant right now because yes. I don't if I'm honest, I'm like struggling in my heart with like wishing I was. Right. So I don't ever want it to come across as like, I think you're in a bad situation because right. I don't at all. Right. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's th- like we're living the opposite thing. Like. Right. And we're feeling the opposite way. So we have to be like encouraging each other <laughs> with that thing that we're wanting and. Right. I yeah. I am really thankful that God did give you the experience and did like really kind of like yes. bring you down and wreck you and that yes. you've been able to approach this pregnancy with excitement and with yes. joy because because yeah. I know I didn't two months ago like I know and that, that would make this whole thing harder so much harder for me if yeah. I was trying to get you to be excited right over over this so I'm so thankful and grateful that I got to watch God do that and I know it was hard I know it wasn't a fun time for you I know it like really was a hard and painful week of your life very very much but I'm so grateful that that has like really eased and made it easier for me to be excited with you instead of like trying to be excited for you alone yeah (laughs) um this is like one of the most like real and raw pods, <laughs> really podcast is. episodes you're gonna get because we haven't had time together to like talk about any of this but it very much feels like where we're at and yeah yeah and <sighs> I deleted Facebook off my phone I feel like why did you like what 
Why did you do that and how does it correlate to what we're talking about right now? Because I need to be focused. I feel like the things God is like really convicting me and not that I haven't been, but he's like through like you getting pregnant, he's really put an urgency in me. Not that I'm going to pregnant anytime soon, but like there's all these things I say I want to like have an order and I want to get done and I want to like be diligent in before I get pregnant. Right. And I feel like I want to be pregnant badly enough that if I did got pregnant, I'd just be like, oh, oh, well, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> didn't you get those things done? Right. But I think he's just been showing me that I almost knew that like and so I haven't been like using my time as white like because it's almost easier to be like well I'm probably just gonna get pregnant really soon um I don't feel like that at all I haven't felt like that because I haven't even felt like I've actually been like I haven't gotten a period back I haven't felt like incredible I felt like there's time that's part of what's screwing with my brain is that any other time I wouldn't have even be I wouldn't even be struggling with like maybe I'm pregnant maybe I'm about to get pregnant but because I didn't feel like I really had any signs leading up to then getting positive pregnancy tests that's made it a lot harder for me of like anytime I do have any sort of hormonal change or shift at all that causes me to feel any certain way I'm like well I mean I didn't even think I was before and like overanalyzing things again which really frustrates me because I felt felt like over the last couple of pregnancies I had gotten through that and I had like been able to leave that behind and so I've been so it's just been really annoying to me to like be back in a place where that's and I think God did that on purpose to make me have to keep wrestling through that and not be in this place of like oh I've got that figured out yeah but um some of the like main things are are getting my little guys school figured out getting some sort of stability going for them and and helping get them into the process of learning how to read because especially my almost seven year old is so so ready he like could be reading if i was being diligent and taking the time to teach him or get even someone else to help or something do figure something out and it was my goal to do it when school started and then it was and then we bought the shuttle bus and we got ready for a trip and then it was my goal to do it as soon as we got back and we got back and it's like I think God is just really showing me like you have to stop you have to make this like one of your highest priorities and I don't think I've been sinful in like not making it a high Right, because it's not like you've been, like, lazy and just laying around, like, but I think he's just revealing... There's those times when you have, like, 20 things that you all feel like all of them are your top priority, and you're, like, asking God, like, help me know what is my top priority. And this is a time where I feel like he's bringing the answer right now through this, like, this is is a top priority. Like, other things, like, this is one of the things I want you to be really diligent in. Yeah. Um... And then the other thing is just, I had gotten to a place, especially over our road trip, and then get it coming back where with food and exercise and all these things that I yeah. had wanted to be diligent in, I just didn't even get, I got to the place where I was like, mm, I really don't care at all. Yeah. Like, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to do, I'm not going to exercise. I'm not, like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Um... But not in a God giving me peace and yes, right. freedom from it. Right. But There's more like that. a rebellious, yes. like, I don't want to try. I don't want to care. Yeah. 
I just want to <clears throat> yeah. eat whatever I want and not pay attention at all. And so as he's bringing me to this place of like, no, you need to be diligent in this. The hardest part of it is that I can feel everything in me wanting to swing drastically the opposite direction. And he's like reiterating in my mind over and over, like moderation though. Like, I want you to do this. Like this, I'm not asking you to like be in control of like where you've been like not diligent about it to this degree of like eating whatever you want. I'm not asking you to now take over control right. and idolize it the opposite direction, which right. is what everything in me wants to do. Like yeah. be like, this is my goal weight and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to work out five times a day. And like, yeah. that's going to be all I think about and all I worry about. And I'm going to like right. never enjoy anything. And I'm going to spend the whole next few months like, pissed off at everyone who's eating a cookie in front of me because I'm not eating sugar and like yeah like that's not what he's asking me to do right he's asking me to still enjoy the holidays and to still like yeah but to go to a cookie exchange and eat one cookie not eat everyone that looks good and then get him home and eat six more (laughs) right right yeah that he wants me to be conscientious and careful and yeah like have a plan and try to stick to it and try to like just not in a like idolizing crazy sort of way and so but I've been struggling with like I want to talk to Abby about all of these things and I want but I don't want it to be then her being like I wanted those things too and I don't I don't I don't feel feel like like God definitely did I know he was already working in you uh, like up to this point and I know yes I feel like honestly like God allowed me to get granted it changed once the road trip happened but with everything with Reuben and pumping for him and cutting stuff out of my diet like he really sanctified me a lot in my relationship with food um it's changed a lot and I think he was really gracious in allowing me to like that what I had to do for Reuben and sacrificing what I a lot of foods that I could eat and things did allow me to like lose all my pregnancy weight plus 10 pounds that I feel like even though I would have liked more time to like build strength in my body before I got pregnant again it feels like I'm starting at a better spot, like number wise. And it feels like, well, he's still asked. I feel like God is still asking me to like go on walks and do core stretches. Like I could still do all of those things. I'm not going to go on a diet. Like I need to increase (laughs) my calories. Right. Um, But that's where I feel like in my mind, that's the tricky part. So I feel like we're honestly going through things similarly because I feel like what God's asking me to do is increase my calories, which is what has been the main thing to help me lose weight. He wants me to increase those, but also increase my physical activity, which is the thing I haven't really been doing at all. And so it feels like both of those things go with pregnancy. It, the mm-hmm. end result is you're probably going to like lose weight and I'm going to gain weight, but that's how it's supposed to be because right. you're I'm pregnant. And so I should gain weight, but right. I think that I think that it might practically look differently, but I feel like we both need to be on that same track of like caring for our bodies well it just looks different on how we do that right at different stages right but i 
feel like we could still be encouraging each other in that. And right. And I do feel like he's brought you to a place with being okay with being not just okay with being pregnant, but being excited about being pregnant that I can like celebrate that I lose five more pounds and that my jeans are not fitting me. And you're not going to be like, just here I am gaining weight over here. Irritated and mad that you, where I feel like a few months ago. Oh yeah. Yes. That wouldn't have been the case. Yeah, totally. It would have been even harder. Yeah. But I feel like I still was like, we need to talk about this out loud because I, I can see. You're like, I think she's happy about this pregnancy. Well, I knew you're happy about it, but I didn't know where you're at as far as like how far you've come with like these things still being struggles. Because you can be happy and excited and still be really struggling over like, but I still would have really, really liked it to not be yet. Like, And I just wasn't sure, like, where you were in that, and I didn't want I feel definitely a huge piece about... I felt this was probably one of the months more so than any other time in my fertility years of, like, feeling complete peace about both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like every time there's always been one that's, like dominates more like oh I really don't want to like Mm -hmm. but this was definitely a time I've taken a test where I'm like if I'm not pregnant I feel like okay I'll just keep great I can have more time to work and if I am pregnant wow great that I've never ever taken a test and felt that okay in the middle of those two sides and so now that I am I'm like okay this is the direction God is, it felt like a fork in the road. Like, now this is the direction God wants me to go. And now I need to be diligent with those things. And so I just feel excited. And I think that's the cool part is that we can talk through all of this and we can both rest on the firm foundation that God's timing is perfect. God is a creator of life. God has work for us to do with where he puts us. And it's going to be different and we don't have to be the same in it. And so we can acknowledge when we struggle over jealousy but we know that neither of us want to stay in those places right and we shouldn't we shouldn't avoid each other or not talk about each other or not be excited with each other because we're struggling well because we also learned when we were in the same situation that was also hard yeah (laughs) like and that also caused jealousy issues like so it's not like the answer would be if you just we're also pregnant right now then we wouldn't have any issues and struggle at all like right because that wouldn't happen either we're both sitters and we're both gonna yes struggle so yes i it's just been a a weird flip-flop because we're both being given the opposite of of what what we thought we wanted well right yeah yeah yeah. What we really did want, like not just right. But yeah. now I feel like we're both like it, God is changing our hearts to want us. the thing that He's giving us. Yes, but which is the what thing we thought yes. always be doing, right. and What we should always but be what we thought for. we wanted, we're getting the opposite thing, and so it just so it's painful like, for both of us. Yes, through not just like in today, but it's been a painful like yes redirecting yes. for both of us, and yeah. So, yeah. Well, great. Yeah. So that's that's our life update. I'm glad we could take you along on that conversation. <laughs> but I mean, these are literally the conversations we would have before that we were like, we should we should be recording this for Right. I know. And I'm glad that we 
but it literally felt like, well, I can leave my family for one hour to record. And I've literally only talked to you long enough to say, hi, here's my pregnancy test. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Bye. And and I know that you knew, like, I was open with Abby over text and stuff yes. that I was struggling and stuff. But I think we just haven't had the time to hash out. And I haven't even gotten to tell her, like how God is helping me through yeah. that struggle and um yeah yeah it was I feel like I'm in a much better place it was a really rough because I also this is also new new information to Abby but and very much I can very much look at it and see that it was like all part of God like really uh-huh. like bringing my like selfishness to light but I had on Wednesday night like looked back I I haven't decided what I'm gonna do about tracking anything at Uh all or not but I like looked back and we had been intimate on like (laughs) Tuesday I know I'm like I'm podcasting right now (laughs) (laughs) and um, normally she calls it the shebang (laughs) (laughs) and then I had marked two days later on Thursday Uh that I had egg white mucus Uh and that was two weeks ago Uh so Wednesday night it was like 13 days after that had happened I hadn't even remembered that so I'm like looking at this right after finding out you're pregnant and feeling like sad for myself and I'm like what if I'm feeling sad for myself and like I'm pregnant and I'm like carrying on about how sad I am that I'm not pregnant and so then I took a test even though I didn't I've had no even in that I don't feel like it was like this obvious like oh I'm definitely it was like a so I took a test it was negative which I knew it was going to be negative and but it just was like yeah and I felt like we weren't like I I with it being Thanksgiving all these things like I just wasn't sure how to process everything but I went on a really long run yesterday morning and I like cried which I needed to just be able to like release yeah like right let out and yes. spent the whole time like praying and God like really I feel like that's as through all of that is when God was like, this isn't what I'm asking you to do right now, though. And like, yeah. but it's going to really suck if you like miss out on being able to be the friend you know you want to be to Abby and yeah. like be involved in her pregnancy the way you know you want to be and like love her baby the way you know you want to if you're just like fixated on your own sin in your own idols of like what you want and yeah. what I'm not and I think he's really put me at this place where I the other thing I have to be really careful of is not getting so determined in my mind that it's gonna like I'm I feel like where I'm at with needing to let go is that I need to convince myself that like waiting a long time is fine again uh-huh. like I feel like I just need to like have it in my mind because I still feel like if i found out I was pregnant tomorrow I'd just be excited I yeah. don't feel like you can convince yourself a struggle yeah. but yeah. I need to be careful not to convince myself so much of that yeah that I get to a place where I 
will be like I feel like sometimes over time you can yeah. like talk yourself out of something so hard yeah that it's being in that in between space that is like yes. so hard to be in yes. the one where you're like yes give me a baby lord and also totally good with you not giving me a baby like that just feels like an impossible place to be in without God's grace like yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I was thinking about the fact that I don't know how many people realize that if you have a lot of kids, you can still be struggling with these things oh, yeah. so yes, much. For sure. Because That honestly even surprised me this time with, after having Ruben. Like, that, that was so surprising to me to feel such strong feelings of never again do I want to do this. Like, when I'm like... And I'm feeling like the opposite of like, how can I have nine kids and still want a baby and be like feeling like this sadness over the fact that I don't have my period back. Like, yeah. like feeling like I'm walking through some of these uh, and I don't I I'm I know very much what I'm about to say could come across as totally offensive. And I know the level of like how much it's not the comparison i was gonna say like how it feels like a struggle with fertility it's not it's not like even to the depths of what so but it gives you like you are a woman who has a glimpse of like what that's like i'm not comparing it like equal levels in any way so don't misunderstand that like i want to make that overly clear that i understand the levels are like not even yes on the same right chart but it does i think there's an idea that like when you have a lot of kids you you may never even have to be in a place of like where you're wanting to have a baby because you just always have a baby and you're always pregnant and um so even like experiencing that on some level of having to surrender that and give that like that yeah. that's not okay to yeah. it's okay to want children it's okay to desire it's okay to see them as a good thing but it's but so easy to it's not okay to not walk in god's plan and right. be joyful and content in his timing his will his yes. sovereignty what he wants to do like yes. that's where we both all of us need to lie yeah in that and it's a constant re working and sanctifying and coming back to that point yeah and so congratulations thanks <laughs> well glad we got to do this yeah this feels like honestly the first time that when abby came to show me the picture of the test i was like sitting in the middle of like a, a dress-up catastrophe and we knew but it was but it still also, also felt like it even worse to not tell oh you. yes it needed to happen i fully acknowledge that too but yeah. i feel like i haven't gotten to be like really excited with you yeah. and like really like <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so i am excited that we got to have this time because i had kind yeah. of just I wasn't gonna like pursue trying to record or get time with you with knowing yeah. that you've got your family stuff going on and But I'm really glad that it so, worked out and me too. You're able to. I so. love you. I love you too. I love your baby. <laughs> I do too. You think what do you think it's gonna be? I don't wanna say. Girl. I just and I feel like it's because I know that that's what I want. Oh. And I felt this way last time where I thought Ruben was gonna be a girl too. So <laughs> I'm just trying to prepare myself. Either I way. thought 
I think I thought you were having a boy the last time. You did. I think you're having a girl this time. And it's even crazier because I feel like... I feel like I don't have any explanation for why or how this has happened. But I feel so much like I want to have a boy the next time. No. That I feel like God would have to, like, change my heart to To make me excited if I have a girl. Girl, And I I know he could do that. Yes. But I'm hoping that that's what he does if he gives me a boy. But at this point, I'm really... Yeah. And it doesn't help that almost everyone that I've told so far is like, I hope you're having a girl. (laughs) But that's how I feel anyway, so I can't blame them for saying that because Grayson wants twin girls, so... There you go. I'd be fine with just one. I keep telling Abby she's having twins, but I don't really actually think you're having twins, but I just like to say it over and over to be funny. You're so funny. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that's our news. Yay. And we'll find out what I'm having. Tomorrow. Early January. She doesn't have anyone to hold her back nope, this time. I don't. And I looked down and they had a Black Friday sale today. Oh, good. So I already bought it. Good. <laughs> because I'm like, I like pulled it up because I'm like, oh, it's Black Friday today. I wonder if they would do anything. And they did like today only. It was $25 off. So I'm like, oh, I'm buying this right now and I can take it on Christmas Day. Fun. So I feel like all these things are great. They're like yeah. none of the things I would do. And I, know, I don't I feel know. like that's a But pop- they're also but- the things that you know that. Yeah. I want to do and yeah I think so and I think God's really brought me to a place of being like that's fine yeah. like everyone can do what they want yeah it doesn't really matter I feel like you need to be the one to get the results though because I just feel like I don't know what to do to tell me oh I but that, I that would be so fun they let you like put in an email address that's not your own I feel like mm-hmm. I can't even get the email to forward to you yeah, because no, I would you would look at I it. would look at it. I know so I feel like I need it to just like put oh. in your email so that I don't even like this will be like the only reason and time that I'll ever check my email and it'll be something that I know like I know you a hundred percent won't tell me and won't be able to get oh, like you won't yeah. give me any like indicators I won't even I'm right. definitely not telling Chip yeah, please don't. <laughs> but then you can figure out something to do to tell. Because I want to find out with Tim and the kids. And so. I would love that. We'll do that. Can Melissa help me? Yes. She can know too. She. I feel like uh, I would be able to tell with her though. Um, I won't just, let her know until like. Okay. Right before. Okay, great. Like. Perfect. She has to help me come up with like. I mean, if you think of something that you really want done. Okay. That's fine. Otherwise, I'm not going to tell her ahead of time. I just feel like I could tell with her. Something about the glimpse in her. Yeah, but I feel like with you, I won't be able to. So, great. We'll plan that out. All right. Well, bye. Bye. Danny's already leaving before I hit end. Bye. Bye.